Hey everyone, this is Ken from Neon Goldfish. I have little doubt that if I presented you with a magical pill that would duplicate you so you could get more done, you'd be interested in that, right? Well, I have the next best thing. I'm talking about taking those same tasks you perform over and over again and systemizing them. I'm talking about automating your processes to remove the human error. I'm talking about helping you save the most valuable resource in your business, your time. In this episode of the Neon Noise Podcast, Justin and I dive into the world of email sequences. What are email sequences? How are they best used? What are their benefits? How do you create an email sequence? And we also help with choosing some of the software that you're going to need. We hope this episode will help get those wheels turning on how you can begin to create and leverage the use of email sequences in your marketing and sales efforts. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode six of the Neon Noise podcast. Hey, Ken, how is it going today? It's going great, Justin. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Awesome. So I have to tell you, yesterday, I'm flipping through the uh, Twitter feed of my phone, and I come across a tweet from Jason Freed, the uh, founder of Basecamp. Yeah, okay. And uh, he had a cool quote from Henry Ford that I had to sit and think about for a little bit. The quote goes, if you need a machine and don't buy it, then ultimately you will find that you have paid for it and don't have it. Hmm. I thought this was really interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Explain a little bit more. All right. So while I'm sure the listeners will claim I'm not hitting this nail exactly on its head, I think that it applies to marketing and sales the marketing and sales world is avoiding the purchase with either money or time mm-hmm. of a machine or a system that will ultimately make your life easier by automating those recurring tasks and how those these current methods you're doing are costing you more money and time, the valuable mm-hmm. time that we all you know covet so much than if you implemented this machine. Okay. And so as I think about this more, I think this applies to email sequences and how they can be a machine you can invest in for your business that will bear fruit time and time again. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, That all sounds good. Why don't uh, don't we we talk a little bit more about email sequences? Perfect. So to start, I figured we'd start at the beginning. What are email sequences? And so an email sequence is a series of pre-written emails that have been created and they're sent out in a predetermined progression to a specific individual. Mm -hmm. They serve as an automated way that you can send periodic communications that are include helpful resources uh, that a prospect or a current customer, because we're going to be targeting both of these, these individuals here that they'll see valuable to them and at the same time, build trust and credibility with your company. Right. So these emails are constructed to nurture an individual towards a defined goal, like scheduling a free consultation or signing up for a free trial. The, the bottom of funnel things that we have on our website and that final point that we like to get someone through so that we can begin selling to them. Okay. And so email sequences, though, they, they also are known as uh, they can be called autoresponders or follow-up sequences. So 
just to throw out there, these are kind of interchangeable names, but for the purpose of today's conversation, Ward's going to reference them as email sequences. Let's talk a little bit about how email sequences are best used. Post follow-up to a purchase through your website. Somebody buys a product um, on your website, and you send them a thank you for buying email that has um, a 10% off coupon that's valid for, let's say, 10 days. If they do not make that follow-up purchase within, let's say, eight days, you send them a reminder about the 10% off coupon that is going to expire in a couple of days. Okay. Very, very effective way to, you know, get them through that process to, you know, make that 10% off within the next two days. And, you know, let's say that um, another good example would be, say that you, you're a carpet cleaner. You just finished uh, cleaning a client's entire home. You can place them into a sequence that immediately sends out a message with maybe a customer satisfaction survey. Um, this can be followed up by asking for a testimonial and then referrals to possibly family members. Um, you could do a reminder that goes out in six months, um, six months after they initially made that first purchase, telling them about you know the health benefits of having your carpets in your home cleaned every six months. You know, this is effective, especially if they've got pets, children, anything along those lines. Um, just a very effective way to get them back into that buying cycle after that first initial purchase. Sure. Um, another good way would be uh, cold outreach. So cold outreach to your, your targeted prospects, let's say. You, you identify... A group of targeted prospects, and you know they align perfectly with one of your one of your buyer personas. Let's say, after a little bit of research, you begin to send them you know a sequence of emails that focus strictly on their likely pain points, provide them with a little bit of education, resources that are maybe alleviating this pain, and guide them um, on how to find someone to help them with their pain. You know, maybe through comparison charts, something along those lines. And then see, you know, and see who's actually opening those emails. Those people that are engaged in the content that you're sharing could be specifically targeted by your sales staff. Um, of course, uh, you know, only when the timing seems right and with with a, an appropriate inbound sales approach. Sure. You know, and then third, how about a, a follow up opt in to a, a downloaded offer on your website? You know, a visitor comes to your site downloads the uh, the guide for um, everything you should know before hiring uh, a kitchen remodeling contractor ebook from your website. Um, you know you can automatically enter that individual into an email sequence that continues to provide additional information, resources specifically geared towards kitchen remodeling ideas, different tips. Um, maybe you send them some testimonials from happy customers, just, uh, you know, something along those lines. You can gauge basically their level of interest by emails that they open and gather additional information about them through complimentary content offers. All right, Justin, good stuff. So the three things we covered there, post-purchase follow-up, cold outreach, and follow-up to an opt-in download offer from your website. So these are these are some of the examples these are just a couple of the many different ways that you can create and use email sequences the awesome part 
about all this is you can create as many different sequences and have them operating at different levels, sending different messages to individuals, all yep. based upon their specific interests and actions. Uh, it makes a makes a big impact on uh, automating your communications, right? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. So let's move on. Let's chat a little bit about the benefits of using email sequences. Okay. Uh, for starts, the email sequences are literally an all-star cast of your best emails. Mm-hmm. So you take the best emails written by the best salesperson, which may be you, at the company, and you have that be the message sent every time. What this does, this this puts the, the, the top of your game in front of the eyeballs in a consistent right. way, and it also removes that threat of a poorly written email. And, sure, there's consistency you know, there. Absolutely. And, and while we, uh, we'd like to think everyone is writing their email messages uh, as, as properly as they should, we know that uh, there's some deviations between one salesperson to the next, and that sure. consistency you speak of is, is key. Uh, the next item benefit or the next benefit that we want to talk about is never forget to follow up again. Uh, no lead left behind, right? Nothing will yeah. slip to the cracks. Uh, we can create a series of follow-up messages and this just continually keeps your business in front of the customer. We mm-hmm. don't know at all points in times where the customer might be in the buyer's journey. They how might many be times have you stage. gone through? I mean, that's a good point. Kind of like, I mean, just think of how many times that you have, you know, contacted somebody about coming over to clean your gutters or, you know, clean your carpet and you never even hear from them again. I mean, you know, this is just a perfect example of, you know, making sure that that follow-up process is always done no matter what. Oh, sure. And that's one of those, those issues that, yeah, you're right. Like think about the uh, phone calls you made, no follow-ups. It's frustrating. And likely what happens is not that I don't think these businesses are, uh, they're ignoring you or they're 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 busy and and they juggle busy. everything. Wear that all the different hats, and so this process mm-hmm. allows automation and making sure you're covering your bases. Yeah, you're just taking that manual error out of it that could possibly happen. Absolutely. Uh, the next item allows you to nurture relationships with minimal effort, and it kind of plays a little bit to what we just talked about there. But not yeah. all leads are ready to buy today, and some do need to be nurtured through the buyer's journey. Mm-hmm. So creating a properly configured email sequence that can mirror the typical buyer's journey of your identified buyer persona uh, can help you present helpful information, resources, answer questions, present ideas when yeah. it's more relevant to the point they are in that buyer's journey. Sure. This is so much better than trying to set up a task every 30 days to check in to see if they're ready to buy yet, which I know is probably a common practice for a lot of of follow-up procedures and with salespeople. And that's, you know, like I said, very common. But think about the effectiveness of of that playing right into the buyer cycle. Very powerful. The next is streamline the messages you deliver. Allowing each member of your sales team or having them craft a unique email or message for every communication. It's not only time-consuming, but it's not really efficient. Right. If you use the best-crafted messages that's tied to relevant information, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to build trust and credibility that's going to lead to increased lead generation and 
ultimately a close rate because those leads are going to be uh, a little bit more warm and, and ready to buy than uh, the previously discussed 30-day follow-up, right? Right. And last benefit that we're going to identify here is it provides valuable information to us as business owners about our prospects and customers. We can mm-hmm. see what emails they're opening and which ones they aren't. It's uh, kind this, of it, it's a little bit, uh, but it, it's it's very real. And I don't think that any consumer out there is ignorant to the fact that this is technology available. Sure. Um, so this is valuable info for tweaking subject lines or the messages to, to kind of get a better response. Mm-hmm. And then you can see which leads are engaged and interested in what you have to say and, and which ones aren't, which will get sales huge. a good indication of which prospects or customers that they should engage with in which maybe they should not waste time on spend a bunch of time on yeah and think about that i mean you know if you're sending out to a list of 100 people right and you've got you know 20 percent of that list that is actively opening the messages that you're sending them and 80 percent of that list that's not and you have the ability to go in and look at that who are you going to have your sales staff focus on they should be focused on those those 20%, these people that, you know, maybe, you know, Susie's been to your website, you know, 15 times over the past two days. And, you know, I want to contact Susie because, you know, chances are pretty good that she's going to be a a, a pretty solid prospect as opposed to those people that are not engaged with, with what you've sent them. Exactly. So if you weigh out the time that a salesperson spends throughout the day, you know, are they making a hundred dials on a hundred contacts, not knowing who's ready and who's not, right. or can they focus time and energy on the 20 that are? It's- right. Absolutely. Awesome. So let's talk, um, let's talk a little bit about how, how we're going to create our email sequence. You know, first things first, you know, you need to choose your target, right? So you're going to need to identify a buyer persona for your particular email sequence. We've covered buyer personas in the past, um, you know, during episode four. Just a little bit of a refresher, buyer persona, it's it's a semi-fictional representation of your ideal customer, of your ideal customer or customers. Um, creation of your buyer personas is just going to give you a detailed overview of exactly, you know, who they are, what their pain points are, how they typically purchase, and what they care the most about knowledge of this buyer persona it's just it will be crucial to the development of these email messages on you know what is what will resonate with them and increase their conversion rate absolutely and in the buyer persona is is a huge starting point in identifying that i'd say you really cannot start this process without going through and properly understanding and identifying your buyer persona or personas right and uh yeah episode four we covered that there's also a link in the show notes to a template that can be downloaded that will help you in the creation of your buyer persona so yeah absolutely uh, be sure to check that out uh the next step is after we've chosen our target we want to set the what the end goal is what is the overall purpose of this email sequence at the finish line what does that look like Mm-hmm. Um, what action do you want them to take? So for a prospect that's never done business with you before, perhaps it's getting them to schedule a demo of your product and service or getting an appointment to schedule a consultation right. um, or with a customer that's 
purchased with you in the past, maybe you have some history with them, um, perhaps it's getting them to, them to purchase from you once again or mm-hmm. getting a referral from others they know. But right. clearly define what that end goal will be. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you know, going back to your carpet cleaner guy, uh, you know, his contact after six months to get him to clean his carpet again. It's just uh, effective to know what those end goals are going to be. Absolutely. Um, third would be let's uh, let's establish uh, some mini goals to achieve your end goal. Um, you know, these these different mini goals will be basically just like small wins that will help you move towards your end goal. Um, if your end goal is to get a prospect to become a customer, maybe your mini goals would be to provide um, provide educational resources that may help them better understand what they should consider during their purchase cycle, um, different tips on what to look for, maybe uh, gathering more information about what their needs are, um, different challenges, interests, through uh, through content offers that have different opt-in questions possibly, um, getting them to maybe watch a explainer video with a specific benefit to whatever that product is that they contacted you about. Um, show a case where, where you've worked to help others um, with, with different case studies would be beneficial to that individual for, for a mini goal. Um, and, um, you know, display comparisons of top options for whatever that product is that, that they could consider. Absolutely. And, and so these mini goals are just taking this big end goal and it's kind of like eating the elephant one bite at a time. Yep. Let's take a look at our buyer persona. Let's see what they care about and let's see what, see what they're engaged with. Exactly. What the progression is going to be in order to, to get them to, to that, that overall end goal. Correct. So now that we've. Uh, talked and established each of our mini goals. Now what we want to do is we want to look at the assets we're going to need for each mini goal because each mini goal is going to tie specifically to a specific email message within the email sequence. Yep. And so these assets are going to be the vehicles that help us do all those things you just talked about. So right. determine which blog posts, ebooks, videos, slide decks, case studies, mm-hmm. checklists, anything that you've created, or or maybe it's some things that you need to generate, yeah. but something to accompany each of these uh, these mini goals. Yep, completely agree. Um, you know, figure out uh, your starting lineup. <clears throat> Um, you know, now, now is time to figure out basically the order of all your messages, you know, figure out exactly, you know, what that sequence looks like, how many messages that you're going to have in that sequence. Um, you want to be able to, to piece this together, basically just like a puzzle in a way that you think would best mirror the buying cycle of that, of that particular buyer persona. Um, and use this lineup to to build trust with them, build credibility. Um, you know, just <laughs> don't be the guy talking about marriage, kids, and your crazy brother that's in prison on the first date. Exactly. Right? <laughs> nope. You definitely don't want to shoot the gun here. You wanna you wanna eat in <laughs> with them and uh, not be that guy, right? Right. You know. So you know, just cater to the step, cater to the step phase. You know, they where they're at in their buyer's journey, um, you know, create engaging subject lines that, uh, that will grab attention, but they're not deceitful. Um, you know, craft, uh, craft the message to be clear and concise, 
you know, with what you are presenting them with and what they should do with that information. Uh, basically, save save any attempt to be clever or again deceitful. You know, this this is our time that we're trying to build trust with these folks. You know, the the messages that are going out. Um, we we want to make sure that we're building that trust. Um, establish a timeline that that you want your messages sent. Uh, you know, the typical timeline, uh, it should concede with a typical purchase cycle type timeline. You know, if your buyer persona normally takes three to four weeks from start to finish to make a purchase, don't spread your messages out over three days or 10 weeks. You know, spread that out and align that with that three to four week timeline. Um, you know, and implement your plan. Um now, now comes the time to implement your emails into some type of software um, that's going to execute that sequence. There's a number of those that we're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, you know, make good use of formatting and images uh, to present your message in, in an inviting way. Um, you know, and, and what makes this entire process work so well is the automation aspect of it and not having to do this manual process where, you know, it could slip through the cracks. Absolutely. Absolutely. And last step that you're going to want to do is, is you want to track your results and you want to take a step back and review how your email sequences are performing. So I think it's best to just establish a, pre- a frequency to check your performance, whether that's weekly, monthly, uh, daily, uh, depends on how OCD you are, but uh, <laughs> determine which KPIs, key performance indicators that you're going to use to measure success. Um, some of these mm-hmm. are going to can include your open rate, how many messages that were sent, how many were opened, uh, your click-through rate, how many of the links that are in your messages were actually clicked on and how much action was taken within that message. Uh, this kind of relates a little bit to the visits to your website through the email messages. So you can track that as well. Uh, look at the new sales that's generated from the email sequence. Uh, evaluate the number of leads versus the number of leads that were closed. And that'll help you gauge the quality of the lead that, that you're processing through the sequence. And also look at the number of unsubscribes. Uh, people that are just saying, thanks for sending me emails. I'm out of here. These, yeah, I'm out of here. These aren't for me. Um, so, so when you look at all this, uh, make adjustments to the subject lines, the messages, the images you're using, the offers, you're positioning, the calls to actions, all these things that you can do to improve your, your key performance indicators and and get the most out of this email sequence or this, this so-called machine that we're talking about. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Agree with you. All right. So. You made mention we're going to talk a little bit about software, and I think that it's important that we touch on this. And we're not going to get in a lot of detail here, but a little bit, right? So there's lots of options out there when choosing software to help you implement email sequences. And I've had this question presented to me, and I'm sure you're asking this to yourself. Can I do this without the software? It's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be hard. Why, why, Why couldn't we just create the email templates Set up reminders in Outlook and then just key in off those those reminders and send out the emails to each individual individual contact. Could we do that? You can do it. <laughs> it might not be that easy to do it, right. but yes, you can do it. <laughs> sure. And I think it plays back to that original Henry Ford quote where 
even if you do create that entire system, the machine itself being the software is where that investment comes in. And you're going to run through the process of spending the time and energy of doing this manually. Uh, Automating it is uh, the... It's just the way to go. There's the, the... there's really no other way to do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, yeah, the entire reason you, you'd employ the strategy is, one, uh, it gets you the time that you'd spend manually running each program, and you can spend that on actually revenue-generating activities, whether that's direct selling or perhaps mm-hmm. it's working on the your, working on your business or whatever that may be, but giving that, that valuable resource called time back while still getting the job done. Um, right. Secondly, it's going to provide a system – a consistent approach, excuse me, to each buyer persona that enters your universe. Uh, you won't vary from one to the other as far as the messages you deliver, the consistency or the quality. And third, and I think this is where I have the most fun, is it's the ability to track who's opening what, which messages resonate the best, and what other valuable information can you extract from their actions that'll help you understand your customer better and, and either fine-tune these these email sequences, or it might even lead to conversations that you have with prospects or customers that uncover other hidden gems. Who knows? I mean, the, the, the possibilities right. are endless. But um, what are some of uh, the popular options for email sequence software out there, Justin? Oh, there's quite a few. Um, I would probably narrow it down to um, a handful or so. Um, Zoho's good. Uh, MailChimp, you've got uh, HubSpot, Infusionsoft, Drip, uh, Constant Contact. I think that quite a few people use Aweber, Active Campaign. All of these um, different software options, um, you know, they, they all do basically exactly what we're talking about here. Um, I think that all these just have different entry points based off of maybe your list size or, you know, exactly what some of those features um that you're looking for um that's that's what's going to differentiate the price point here but you know basically just uh go to google and search for email sequence software marketing automation software anything along those lines maybe like autoresponder software you're going to have plenty of of different uh results to to go in and evaluate and um each one of these programs is is basically going to be able to do the same same thing. Absolutely. In additionally, in our show notes, we've included a link to a comparison chart that you can download, and it's going to touch on some of the following attributes for each of these platforms that we mentioned. And again, these are these are just some of the many out there. So we're not uh, endorsing or. Uh, or saying that these are the only ones you should consider, do your research and everything else of that nature. But right. some of the attributes of a platform that you should look at is uh, price is an obvious one, right? How much they're yeah. going to charge you a monthly cost. And typically that monthly cost coincides with number of contacts, number of emails, Sense. and yeah. things along those lines. Uh, ease of use or the experience level that's needed to implement and operate the system. Some are super easy and have a super slick interface and are meant for beginners. Others are a little bit more advanced. Some are, are very advanced and have lots of specialized features, but also require some maybe additional help in getting them set up. So check out how easy they are to use and how easy they are to implement. Uh, see if they have available templates 
that you can use to kind of take that design element out of, or at least the, the foundational design and quickly and easily set up your email messages, your messages, they, they don't need to be Picasso's as far as artwork goes, you know, having a logo, clean, simple, good use of white space, right. simple images, things on those lines, but having templates, have those templates be mobile responsives because a lot of emails yep. read on phones, right? Yep. Um, see if the platform integrates with any other platforms that you might be using, CRMs, Google Analytics, things along those lines um, that'll help with the tracking and um, evaluation of of the the actions being had. Um, see if they offer a, tr- a free trial. I know free trials are getting something that's less and less common than maybe they were five years ago, but there mm-hmm. are still platforms out there that say, yeah, you can try us out for free for two weeks. Week or, or two. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one thing I always say is make sure that they do have autoresponders because some of the platforms you might end up looking at and researching and saying, wow, this looks great. This is awesome. And it ends up that they're just a bulk email marketing software not equipped with sending out or scheduling individualized messages on a right. basis for a contact. So just make sure that they Pretty do important. have the, the autoresponders. All good points. Um, uh, and, uh, again, those are going to be available in our show notes, be available in our show notes, be available in our show notes, be available in our